Something I've come to appreciate is that self-identity is probably one of the biggest variables to the eventual outcome of your life. Everybody, this is Dr. Bulow, and welcome to another episode of Staying Connected with Dr. Ian Bulow. I am your host, Dr. Bulow, and I really do appreciate you staying connected with me over the last few weeks. And today I want to just talk to you about self-identity and share with you a story, a personal story in my life, and some examples that I've seen in the lives of patients that I take care of, and how this idea of self-identity plays out and plays such a pivotal role in the quality of someone's life. How we view ourselves is infinitely important into the outcomes of our lives. It really, truly is. I see it all the time in the clinic, and I'll give you an example. If you've known somebody that's ever had a chronic illness, you know, a condition, a diagnosis that's been with them for years, one of the things you might notice is they identify based off of their illness. You know, it's like, hi, my name's diabetes. Hi, my name's fibromyalgia. Hi, my name's post-concussion syndrome. Hi, my name's cancer. Right? And I'm not diminishing the, the life-altering events that happen with diagnosis and conditions, but that's not who you are. You know, you are not the sum total of, of everything that's happening to you and around you. <clears throat> Your identity is deeper than that. Who you are comes from a very sacred, deep place. But you've probably identified with, or you probably know people who their identity is wrapped into and wrapped up in what it is that they do, either for fun or for a living, but it's not really an expression of who they innately are, you know? Um, So just to give you an idea of this, I was homeschooled. Let me just tell you my, my experience, and then I'll tell you a couple of action steps and how you can start to become aware of your self-identity and the impact that can play and some action steps that you can do to start to modify your self-identity and modify the direction of your life. If you're not happy with where your life's at right now, if you're happy with it, great. But if you want to change, modify, grow, then hang in there and listen to my little story here. So I was homeschooled. <clears throat> I was one of five kids, homeschooled K through 12. And uh, I was model. I was homeschooled in the unschooling model, which is kind of like a Montessori, non-linear, you know, teach kids based off of their life experiences and what they're interested in and what they're up to. That's how I was raised. And so we never really had formal academic tests the way that most public school systems have tests. You know, we did in some subjects, but most subjects it was it was just a matter of learning through life experiences. So not a lot of formal testing. So as a result, um, you know, when it came time to go to college, I I knew I wanted to be a chiropractor by the end of senior year. And, uh, you know, I was looking at going to school and I knew you were supposed to do this thing called SATs, but I didn't know I was supposed to take any kind of SAT prep course or anything like that. So I walk into an SAT blind, not knowing what to expect, and as you can imagine, I don't do so well. Um, I kind of share that story because leading into the main story, which is when it came time for my first college exam, which was at a community college because I didn't do so well in the SATs, um, and I didn't really care, it was just a stepping stone to chiropractic college, 
When it came time for the first exam, I studied my butt off because I didn't know what to expect. I knew I didn't do so well in the SATs, so I studied my rear end off. And um, I'll never forget, the first test was a test in general chemistry. And I studied, man. I studied, I studied, I studied. I was sweating bullets, didn't know what to expect. It was my first full Scantron bubble test exam. And I got a 91, A minus. And I was excited. I thought, okay, that's cool, you know? And I'll never forget to this day, honest to goodness, I'll never forget what went through my mind after that exam. I remember leaving the classroom or leaving where I had the test results, walking out in the hallway, and I remember thinking to myself, oh, that's cool, I guess I'm an A student. Think about that for a minute. I'm an A student. That was my identity from that point forward. If I had gotten a 76, if I had gotten a C or a B, I would have told myself the same thing, but with the other grades, I would have said, well, I guess I'm a C student. I guess I'm a B student. It just so happened that I got an A. And I said to myself, I guess I'm an A student. Then that set the standard for the rest of my collegiate career was I expected to get A's. I expected of myself A's. Not because anyone told me to or anything else. It's just that's what I got my first test and that was the standard. So anything other than an A was relatively unacceptable in my own mind. So my question to you is what is your own standard for yourself? What do you believe about yourself? Do you always sleep in? Are you that kind of person? You say, I'm just not a morning person. Ah, no, I'm just not a morning person. No, I can't do that. I'm not very organized. Ah, yeah, I'm a procrastinator. I'm, I'm super lazy. Like, what, what are the things that you say to yourself, that you catch yourself saying day to day? I always do that. I'm, I am this. I am that. Those I am statements are ridiculously powerful. I am is a, is a, is a way of, of, of programming your subconscious, subconscious. So when you say, oh, I'm, I'm this, or I always do that. When you say I, the word I is a very deep personal identifying label. And so if you are wanting to make change in your life, here's my suggestion, okay? Remember I said I wanted to talk about the importance of this, these labels that we give ourselves because they are prophetic. They, they, what you think of yourself determines your beliefs. It determines your action steps and that will determine the outcomes of your life. So how you identify yourself is hugely important to the actions that you will take and the actions and habits that, that carry out throughout your life will determine the outcome of your life. So you really need to be careful and be very self-aware of the labels and identities that you give to yourself. So step number one is just being aware of it. Step number two is identifying where you want to go. And based on where you want to go and what you want to achieve, I want you to really stop and think about it. Think about what would I have to believe about myself 
for this to play out and become a reality. If I want to lose weight, what would I have to believe about myself? I am thin? No, you're not thin. You're fat. (laughs) That's not... No, but you're strong-willed. I'm strong-willed. I love working out. I love the energy it gives me. I love knowing that I'm moving my body, doing everything I can to be as healthy as I can every single day. That's just the kind of person I am. I'm proactive. I go to the gym. I love exercising. Those are things that you can identify with right away. And you must, even if they don't seem natural. You ingrain it. Brainwash yourself. I don't care how you look at it. You have to become the person that would do the things that would get you the results that you're trying to get. You know, the famous late great Jim Rohn said, success is something that we attract by the person we become. And I'm just saying, who you are as a person is based on what you believe about yourself, right? So what do you need to believe about yourself in order to get you to become the person who will do the things to get you the results that you want in your life? It's as easy and simple and difficult as that. As simple and straightforward, yet complex and hard. You've got to change your belief about yourself and start believing that you are the type of person that will do the things that will get you the results that you're trying to get. Because if you're trying to get results in an area of your life, but you're not willing to become a different person, a person that would get those results, you're not going to get them. Success is something that you attract by the person you become. If you want to be healthier, what do healthy people do? What do they believe about themselves? I am proactive. I eat right. The food that I put in my body fuels my body. I exercise every day. I get adequate rest. Sleep is really important to me. A healthy breakfast, healthy meals are important to me. I get my spine checked on a regular basis because I know it fuels the connection between my brain and my body. Like, what are those mantras? What do you need to start believing about yourself? And may I just, my wish for you is that you start, your self-talk starts to change and modify like mine did when I took that test and I said, I guess I'm an A student. I want that for you to say, yeah, I'm a hard worker. Yeah, I'm really proactive. I hate procrastination. I get up early. I go to bed early. I work hard. I eat right. I keep my mental thoughts in check. My self-talk is excellent. I think highly of myself and I challenge myself every single day. When you have your goals and and, and what you want to achieve, you've got to stop and write down what are the beliefs necessary that you would have to buy into, that you would have to adopt for your own life that would transform your actions and therefore transform your life. Hopefully that gives you a little bit of insights and things that will help you to change your belief system and change your life. Thanks again for staying connected, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye now.